Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome everyone to the latest episode of Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May, and today I want to talk about detoxing, but specifically I want to talk about why winter detoxing and how it's different, and I want to remind you all that the Holiday Through Revival program is open for enrollment, and the first aspect of this Holiday Through Revival is a detox to get you ready and prepared for the coming holidays and to um, help ease you into the transition of a clean eating, healthy eating lifestyle. So um, in the Holiday Through Revival program, the detox serves as both a cleanse, but also as a preparatory phase for what will come next. And so I often get asked why detoxing is so important for overall health. And detox is one of the most valuable preventative measures we can do for ourselves when it comes to our health. And the goal of a detox is to remove the unwanted waste and toxins from our body before the disease sets in. So, you know, we're all existing in this milieu of inflammation and toxic substances all around us. Unfortunately, I don't think any of us can avoid toxins, whether it's from the water that we're drinking, if it's city water or the chemicals that we're exposed to at work or the smoke that we're exposed to during fire season, if you live out West. So there's just always this inundation And it's just part of life. And so, I mean, we can do things to eliminate as much as possible throughout our daily lives, but still it's important to decrease our toxic burden and to decrease inflammation in our body. It's important to do seasonal detoxes. And I like to do one at least once every season. So once a quarter. And this one technically is a little early, but again, I really wanted to uh, approach the holidays differently this year. And I thought, well, what better way than to go ahead and release the toxic burden, especially like in the United States, there's so much toxic burden also comes in the form of emotions, mental stress, emotional stress, um, you know, the energetic inundation from the media. And in the United States, we've just gone through an election cycle. And technically, we're still in the midst of it because we, uh, technically speaking, don't have a solution or an outcome as of yet. And so I think that can be really overwhelming for a lot of people. 
And it just adds to the stress of the physical toxins. And now we have this emotional aspect on top of it. And so the holidays are already stressful enough. You have the family aspect, the shopping and the gifting aspect. And then usually you have parties and things. And wherever you live, you might still be doing that. Or you might not be during whatever's going on with COVID in your area. And so that also might be adding an extra layer of stress. And so my intention with this holiday revival program was to help you approach it from the aspect of I'm going to not just survive, but thrive. And we will, and we are starting that with a detox. And so our bodies are naturally equipped to detox. They're doing it for us all the time, whether or not we are intentionally detoxing or not, but they can quickly become overloaded with, again, all the toxins that I mentioned before. And when this happens, our bodies cannot keep up and they begin to shut down. So when we get to that inflammation overload is when we start to exhibit the signs and symptoms of um, thyroid disorder or uh, adrenal fatigue or just, you know, um, general overwhelm and exhaustion. And so as a result, the elimination of our toxins in our body is stalled because our body is just overwhelmed and it can't keep up. And so when toxins aren't naturally eliminated and you don't um, encourage them out with a detox, Healthy health issues arise, such as weight gain, hormonal issues, blood sugar imbalances. Sometimes people will even start to exhibit rashes, allergies, their sleep will be disrupted, um, their sex drive can be disrupted, and toxicity can lead to even more severe health issues, such as uh, the onset of diabetes or full-on autoimmune disease or even cancer if you don't, you know, catch it and uh, be proactive about eliminating these toxins and this stress. So just as much as the detox is a physical cleanse, it definitely is also an emotional cleanse. And it's not just about your liver. Your liver is your primary detoxing organ in your body, but you also, your colon plays an aspect. Your skin is your largest detoxifying organ throughout your body. And a lot of people don't think about that. But uh, when we sweat, that is a huge area or um, opportunity for our body to release toxins. And so I'm going to talk about saunaing or even um, baths, the salt soaks uh, later on in this episode. But yes, um, sweating is a huge aspect and super important. And it actually can relieve some of the burden off of our liver and our colon. So just to sum it up, detoxing definitely gives us access to a great opportunity for emotional, physical, and spiritual health. And so I want to get to the specifics of winter detoxing. And according to Chinese medicine, each season brings a new opportunity to honor different organs and, and emotions. And during the winter, which technically commences on December 21st, we nourish and we rebuild the kidneys and the bladder and support the adrenals. And these organs give us the energy required to wake up and live our amazing lives. However, again, when there's too much fear and stress and overload of toxins in our body, then these organs can become weak. 
And so when the adrenal glands, which are responsible for producing a lot of our hormones, become weak, they can ex- we can experience adrenal fatigue. And this manifests in the form of exhaustion. Uh, maybe you find yourself, you know, you're more susceptible to just the common cold or just feeling run down. You react more to stressors and you uh, have more sugar cravings. When your kidneys uh, are starting to become compromised and weak, and just remember your kidneys are your body's fuel tank, otherwise known as the home for your vital chi in Chinese medicine. And chi is the energy of our body. And when chi is stuck or stagnant, you can have bloating, poor digestion, you can even develop hemorrhoids, um, you will have anger or sadness. So again, you'll when you respond to things, you'll be more reactive and maybe you're more likely to go from like zero to a hundred at the snap of a finger. So, um, definitely emotional instability can occur. And so chi stagnation can also lead to hormonal imbalances, uh, for women too, like fibroids. So in addition to weak kidneys, Um, we can also experience, like I mentioned earlier, thyroid dysfunction, low sex drive, sleep problems, and even, um, back pain. One more aspect that I want to touch on is the bladder. And obviously we know that, uh, urine comes out of our bladder. And so it is, we need to keep in mind that our bladder is one of those organs that's responsible for excreting waste. And therefore when it's not functioning properly, then the, the whole urinary tract infection can be overburdened with waste. And this can cause any, everything from bladder infections to yeast infections and, um, constipation can even be an aspect. And so, you know, if we think about the human, anatomy and physiology, you know, um, if we go from bottom to top, we have um, the urethra where we excrete the urine and then the bladder and then moving up, the bladder is connected to the kidney. So all of this is connected and all of it is there for the function of excreting toxins. So we want to make sure that we're in the winter time and in this winter detox Um, adventure that we are supporting our kidneys, our adrenals, our bladder with the right winter foods. And in addition to the physical aspect of the food, but also letting go of fear and addressing those emotional things that we're holding on to. So because again, the whole point of a detox is to bring our body back into balance. And a balanced body is free of sickness and is vibrant and as free of exhaustion, um, maybe, and even, you know, free of digestive issues like acid reflux or constipation or loose stools or bloating, whatever your plight is with your digestive issues. That's one of the main approaches and the main goals is to restore balance. So as you detox these organs, pay close attention to the emotions that come up and that are associated with them. So whether it's fear, anxiety, anger, short-temperedness, avoidance altogether, a lot of these things can come up. 
and it's okay, but it's important to notice them and, and allow them to move through you. Uh, you know, a big part of detoxing beyond the physical and as we get into the emotional aspect is to, it's okay to be with our feelings. Feelings are natural and they're not permanent, but we, especially in the Western world, try so hard to suppress them, to avoid them, to ignore them, whatever we do to not address them. We drink, we eat, we, you know, do drugs, we have sex, we shop, we, you know, uh, consume nothing but social media or, you know, TV, Netflix, whatever it is. And so this time really gives us that opportunity to be with our feelings in a calm, loving and cognizant space and just allow them to be to come up and to pass through and notice that nothing is ever permanent and that's a good thing so when we experience these unpleasant emotions they're there to tell us something and so take note of what that is i've been in the process of lately of doing thought downloads around my emotions. And so that when I notice something comes up, maybe I have anxiety around a certain issue, or maybe I'm avoiding doing a task for some weird reason, but I want to figure out what that is. So I can move beyond the avoidance and start engaging and taking action. So I'll just literally get my journal, write down every single thought I have around it. And then I can get curious like, oh, where did that thought come from? Or what is what emotion is being caused by that thought? And when I do that, then we can start unpacking and you can start taking different actions to get different results. And so you don't have to be, you know, um, a victim of your emotions or a victim of your thoughts. Like you are the creator of you, meaning you are the creator of your thoughts and when you change your thoughts, you can change your emotions, you can change your actions, and you can change your results. And so that is just as much as an important and big aspect of any detox, um, any time of the year, as, as the food. And so I think it's even more important at this time that we do that work and that we create space to do that work and we, cre we create time and we create an intention and a dedication to do this work. And so I have chosen this very specific time to employ this into my coaching, into my practice with all my patients and, and all my clients. And I wanted to bring this to you guys too. So you can, even if you're not ready to do the work, you can at least start thinking about it and start maybe even right now asking yourself those questions. Like, what is it in my life right now that I am open, ready, and willing to change? What am I at least ready and willing to get curious about and to look deeper into? Because again, acknowledgement and awareness is always the first step to changing anything. And so, sorry, I kind of got off on a little tangent there. And so I want to bring it back to the winter detox. But um, when we honor the organs that are involved in this, so again, uh, from the Chinese medicine perspective, we're talking about the kidneys and we're talking about, you know, our... Um, adrenals and our bladder and all those um, 
organs that help us excrete toxins. And of course, the liver is a big aspect. And again, the skin. So also uh, with the skin, then we want to think about the lymphatic system, which is otherwise known as our body's sewage system, which is kind of gross, but <laughs> it easily gets clogged. And it can also lead to the weakening of our glands or poor bowel elimination and therefore downstream hormonal imbalances. And so we need to be able to release these toxins and let our skin breathe and let our colon excrete and move. And so if you have noticed that constipation is has become an issue for you, it's really important to get those bowels moving. So maybe at this point you're like, nah, I'm not really sure. I don't think I need a detox right now. I think I'll just wait till January. I'll go ahead and, you know, indulge and do my normal holiday rigmarole. That's fine. No worries. But here I want to go through some signs and symptoms or um, signs that you might benefit from a winter detox. So if you tend to feel cold throughout the winter, especially in your hands and your feet, uh, if your skin is seems to be always dry, no matter how much lotion or oil you're slathering on it, uh, if you have frequent bloating after meals or again, if you're easily constipated or have a slow transit time in your bowels, uh, if you feel tired during the day and have low energy and or um, maybe you're just curious and you want to feel better, then all of these are great signs that you are ready for a winter detox. And so the other aspect of this is that we want to, and you'll hear me talk about this a lot, is living with in in flow with the seasons and eating seasonal food. And so right now moving, transitioning from fall to winter, there are going to be, you know, warming foods that we focus on. And so that's one of the things that if you're out there looking at other detoxes that might be available, make sure that they are warming, that they're supportive of this season. So um, if, if there's a detox out there that's telling you to eat like lots of cold salads or cold juices, um, that's not exactly where you want to be right now. Those things, those cooling things are better in the summer when it's already warm outside. So when we look at a winter detox, winter is a time of rest and nourishment. And even more so for those of us living in cold climates, winter is a time to recharge our energy stores in preparation for the months ahead. And uh, I have a podcast that I did last year just about the winter solstice and that energy and what the winter brings with it. So it brings a lot of introspection, you know, what's celebrating the darkness and what is nurtured in the darkness. And so Living with the seasons in the winter includes sleeping more, spending more time in introspection, eating warm and nutrient-dense foods. And so, again, you know, I'm a huge fan of a raw diet, but in the winter, not so much because it's not in alignment with the energy of winter. And so, again... You want to live in alignment with the seasons and make sure that whatever detox or cleanse that you choose can, um, you can pay attention to those food energetics and, and 
the whole idea is that you restore balance and you restore health. So you don't want to do things that actually work against that. So make sure that you are um, giving your time and attention to warming foods. And I'll go over some of what those are uh, in a short moment. So an, an important aspect of any detox is to prepare. So you want to make sure that you gather all of your supplies. Go ahead and clean out your pantry of everything that you want to move away from. You can donate it. You can put it in a box for later. I, again, the reason I did this was to prepare us for moving into a lifestyle of clean eating. And for me, that was gluten-free eating, dairy-free eating, eliminating the all the inflammatory things in my life. And so um, that, for me, looked like gathering a whole bunch of things out of my pantry so that they weren't there to tempt me anymore and either giving them away or throwing them away if um, they were you know, beyond their best use date. And so think about that too. Go ahead and go through your pantry and get rid of all that, all that no longer serves you from the food aspect, anything that's inflammatory, whether, you know, and so that's one of the things too, that this detox is great for is figuring out what those inflammatory things are. And so this eliminate, this detox is really an elimination diet. And so there's not a lot of fasting in this approach that I have you go through. And there's not, um, not a lot of any, there's actually not any hunger or starvation, uh, very little fasting. If you are an intermittent faster and you want to continue to do that, then I definitely encourage and support that if your body's already acclimated, but at this point, if you have it, if your body's not acclimated to intermittent fasting, I wouldn't suggest starting it while going through a detox at this point, at this moment in time. Again, because it can be, um, it can be really shocking to the system. And in a winter detox, we want to focus on nourishment and restoring balance. And so maybe, um, in a spring or summer detox, you could do that safely and happily for your body, but I wouldn't suggest that right now. But so you want to stay well hydrated, drinking eight, at least eight to 10 large glasses of water a day. But I just did a whole uh, webinar on eight ways to drink more water and why it's so important. And most of us need well above that eight to 10 glasses. I know for my lifestyle and my body weight, I need almost four liters of water a day to stay properly hydrated. And so, um, you can go back and listen to that. If you, there's a sign up link that I will link to in the show notes. And so you can get that free guide that I included and you can watch the replay of that webinar to um, learn how to stay properly hydrated. And even if, you know, drinking enough water for you is a challenge, different ways you can infuse water throughout your day. Also keeping your bowels moving, super important again, because your colon is where a lot of that waste accumulates. And if you're not moving your bowels regularly every day, then the way the colon works is a reabsorption system. So if those toxins are sitting in your gut, putrefying, and then your body is just reabsorbing those toxins too. So not good. And then the other aspect, super important is sweating because again, 
Our skin is our largest organ. It is a fabulous detoxifier and anything we can excrete through our skin through sweat means it doesn't need to go through the liver. So it decreases the toxic burden on our liver and can also decrease some of those detox symptoms that we might, that we might experience if we go too hard and too fast into this. So that was something I think I wanted to mention earlier is that a lot of with my winter detox, I really like to go about it in a gentle way, and that is so that you don't have all those symptoms that you might have exhibited in the past, like the headache or the extra fatigue or even more digestive irregularities because, you know, we're not trying to shock the system with this detox. We want to be gentle. We want to be restorative. And so we're going to be doing things like bone broths and soups and so not only are you getting, you know, the, the hydration from that water you're drinking, but it's also coming from these warm liquids that we're, that we're adding in as well. And so then when we are uh, putting that sweating aspect on top of it and maybe even some dry brushing, then we are decreasing the toxins that are moving through our bloodstream by allowing them to come out our skin. And then you're, you're exhibiting less of those toxic die-off elimination symptoms too. So if you can make time and um, get a massage during your detox, that'll help even more to move that circulation in the lymphatic system and and help your body um, increase that circulation and and get rid of more toxins. As much as you can do uh, as possible is great. And then if you don't have a sauna available, you can always do uh, daily hot soaks in your bathtub. And you can do this even if you do have a sauna. I'm a huge fan of baths. And adding at least two cups of Epsom salts, I like to add four, sometimes eight. I have a really big tub, but I also like to make it super um, Epsom salt saturated because the Epsom salt is actually magnesium. And you're, again, with your skin being its largest organ, you can absorb so much more magnesium through your skin than you can taking it by mouth. And so um, you can also add essential oils to your bath to help you, you know, detox that stress to help it be even more relaxing and more detoxifying. So I hope some of this is be, is helpful for you. And I hope you're under, starting to understand why a winter detox can be so powerful, but also why it's so unique. And so I think I said I would talk about some of the foods. So just some examples to give you a brief, you know, um, rundown. So root vegetables. So everything that's seasonal right now. Um, beets are especially important for your liver health and can be really helpful um, and grounding. That's the other thing is the energy we want to think of as grounding. And so uh, squashes, winter squashes, butternut squashes, um, the root vegetables, again, like I mentioned, beets, uh, parsnips, carrots, mm, pumpkins, so any of the gourds, healthy fats, coconut oil, olive oil. Um, if you use any of the um, animal-based fats, make sure they're from healthy animals, grass-fed animals. Again, bone broths, uh, warming and grass-fed meats and farm-raised eggs. 
we want to make sure that we are getting rid of as much sugar and avoiding as much added sugar as possible because that sugar just adds stress to our pancreas and can create more inflammation in our body. And so developing a new relationship with sugar during this time can be super helpful and super healing. And again, if we do it right now, then we can set ourselves up for success when it comes to Thanksgiving or Christmas that are coming up and the New Year's meals, all of these big meals. So if we do this detox now for the next two weeks, then we, when the Thanksgiving meal in the U.S. comes around, we can make those healthy choices. We can say, yes, I can have some turkey, and yes, I will have these carrots, and yes, I will have these sweet potatoes, but maybe no to the stuffing, as, you know, I'm sure very few of us have actual gluten-free stuffing. Or maybe make it a point to make some gluten-free stuffing, so that if you, if stuffing is one of those things that you love and you want to celebrate this holiday season, then creating a recipe that is healthy and nourishing for you and not adding to your inflammation. So going grain-free, again, because unfortunately in this country, our grains are almost all GMO and they're all laden with pesticides and inflammatory things that our body just doesn't know what to do with. So unfortunately, I think for a lot of us in the U.S. at least, grains are just not good. And they're not as healthy as they can be in other parts of the world. So staying away from grains to heal your body from inflammation and also maybe adding in some warming and immune supporting herbs like astragalus and echinacea and all of these things are going to help support our immune system. Turmeric, 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 whatever you want to call it, <laughs> ginger, all of these things, warming Maybe having some bitters with your meals, bitter herbs and bitter foods, they are also a necessary part of healthy digestion and they can actually change the way that our tongue and our taste buds sense and register different tastes of food within our brain. And so adding bitter things to our diet is especially important and um, it's something that has slowly over the years become less and less. So we have to make an intentional uh, effort to include those. Limiting screen time, again, just from the non-food aspect, decreasing that emotional stress and, um, you know, just celebrating the darkness, going to bed earlier, sleeping more. How many of us could not use more sleep? Come on. <laughs> sleep is wonderful. And so celebrate that. Take advantage of it. And um, if you're still having trouble with your daily bowel movement, you can add some oral magnesium. And I talked about how our skin can absorb so much more magnesium in a bathtub. But you can use the magnesium's um, anti-constipation effects to your advantage by taking it by mouth. And so um, for most people, 500 to 1,000 milligrams of uh, magnesium per day will be enough to get those bowels moving. And you can also add some uh, vitamin C on top of that. And again, 
Usually about 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams a day is going to be enough to get your bowels moving. And both of these are extremely immune supportive. So you get a double benefit with that. Uh, maybe adding a probiotic and some digestive enzymes can also help. And if, you, um, if you're doing the bone broth and some um, homemade soups, then you're also going to be getting some L-glutamine and some helpful amino acids. And those are very healing to the gut tissue and very important. All right. So I think that covers... A lot. Wow, I covered a lot in a short amount of time. And so um, if you need to, this uh, episode was packed with a lot of information. Go back, listen to it again, maybe take some notes. I'm going to put some links in the show notes. Um, I have the link to the eight ways to drink more water, the free guide and the webinar in case you missed it. Definitely sign up for that. I'm also going to put a link into a free gut rebuilding guide in there for you. And then I'm going to link to my 14 day detox that you can either do self-guided on your own, or if you want some more accountability and want some more personal attention and guidance, you can um, do it with me and I can take you through that uh, journey one-on-one. And so there's going to be some different links, different ways to approach this Again, if you want to do it on your own, that's perfectly fine, and I hope I've given you enough information and support to do that, and the package that I have put together guides you through it every step of the way with the preparatory phase, the actual going through the detox, all the recipes, all the shopping lists, all the mindset and journaling prompts, the meditations, all of it is there for you, super easy, and in one nice little packaged up thing with a little bow um, to get you ready for the upcoming holidays so that you can be more calm, be more stress-free, eliminate inflammation, eliminate anxiety and fear uh, from your life as much as you can, and to start healing and preparing for the new year that's coming, which is super exciting. And we want to approach this new year from a place of already starting the rebalancing process. So um, again, if you want to sign up for the group program of the Holiday Revival, I will put a link to that on there as well, because once we finish the detox, we're going to go into a whole month of clean eating and keeping this work going and keeping the pre-paving going. So I hope to see you there, and I hope you have a fabulous November. And I will see you on the next episode that is right before November, sorry, right before Thanksgiving. And I'm going to have a special guest and be doing a special recording with another health expert that I'm super excited about. So stay tuned for that. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Namaste.